0: Amy. I'm Annegien. And And we are are the lone, the lone Tudor (laughs) Crusaders.
1: Crusaders. We almost Almost nailed it. Almost nailed it. (laughs)
0: Yay. Okay. So. We keep saying we need to pre record that and and, at some point we will. And one day we will, maybe next year, Tuesday. We don't Uh, know. It's just. Maybe that could work. It's a mess. But we have a very fun thing today and. Oh my god, Amy and Cause. I are so excited because we've got Claire Ridgway. Ah. Hi. You hear the angels singing? Hi, so <laughs>
1: uh we are so excited to be meeting with you yes. and as of all Tudor histor- historians know, you are the queen yeah. of it all. I can't even begin oh. to name all the books yeah. that you've <laughs> written. And, of course, your This Day in History, love. It's just, I, I'm just so, and we want to thank you yes. so, so much for doing this. We're still good very little, you. and to have oh, you it's here. It's an honor. It, it's it is,
2: lovely. I love doing things like this.
1: It's oh, really, this really, is really wonderful. good. Well, oh, we love having so, you. <laughs> yes, and we have so many oh, questions. Thank you. We really did Well, you can ask away I can ask away <laughs> So, can. what got you And, and this oh, is total, i total
0: <laughs> yeah, You're next you
1: ask, oh my god, uh, it, let's, no, let's, let's just what?
0: introduce Claire Who is she, what does she I don't know <laughs> if, if, if people listen to us That have no <laughs> clue about the, Tudor the history or History in- Author upon author
1: about books. I mean, yes. just um, uh, the the ambulance, um, the files, files which yep. really got me into it. Because as I was going to say, in America, we're not taught really <clears throat> English history at all. So my first real introduction about it was the Philippa Gregory books. Yep. Yeah, and I, I do love reading those books but after studying it for real now for the past almost nine ten years wow I'm so glad I, I'm glad that that took me into the dive mm-hmm. because I learned a lot of what was right and what was wrong yes. obviously yeah. theater history is more taught where you guys are so what what got you well, it's, it it's, specifically yeah it's,
2: it is taught. I mean, it it depends. I'm not sure about education these days. I, I used to be a teacher, but I've been out of it for quite a long time now. Oh, okay. But when, when I was at primary school, um, so when I was about 11, I did um, a topic on Henry VIII and his mm. six wives. Um, which is when I first got really, really interested in it because I thought, how on earth is there this king who has had six Six wives wives? and he killed two of them? You know, it's just like... Yeah, so I did a project then. And then I did history O level, which is the exams that you do in the UK at 16. And I did history A level, which is when you're 18 before you go to university. And I did, for my A level, I did... um, The European history and British history, European history covered the Reformation and British history Mm -hmm. covered the Tudors and Stuarts. So, again, I sort of I revisited them then and sort of fell in love with them all over again. So and then I did. I didn't do history at university. I did religion at university, but that was the history of Christianity.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Totally different subject.
2: Definitely, but yeah. we did the history of Christianity, so we covered the Reformation in that. So, again, I was kind of revisiting, you know, Henry VIII and the break with Rome and that. Um, so, yeah, I've just always been in love with that that period and the, the larger-than-life characters.
1: Oh, my gosh. Fun. I mean, to talk, so what made you decide to study religion? I'm always curious about it. Because it's obviously it's it, it's suffering. the topic of so much, yeah. you know. Well,
2: I had I had my own my own faith, my own Christian faith, but I was also interested in exploring other faiths. And um, yeah, I mean, it covered all of the major sort of world religions, and it was just something that really grabbed me. I did it with um, my degree was um, a mixed. Bachelor of Arts and teaching had qualified teacher status, so I did religion for the full four years and I also did English literature for two years. So, um, yeah, I and I love English literature as well. I'm a, yep. I'm a bookaholic, and oh, uh, me yeah. Too. Yeah. love taking apart books and analyzing yep. them, and, yep. and yeah. So it was—it was just something that really, really interested me. Finding out what makes people tick, and and how you know there's so much in common between world faiths as well. It was yeah, yeah it was so interesting. Yeah.
1: Fun. I wish the world would see that too, because
2: yeah, you, you yeah. said so
1: well that it all has something in common. So yes, yes, yeah. 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 Incredible! Incredible. Anaheen, go ahead, ask a question, or I'm going to hog it totally, so. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, I just sat down. Seriously, I'm having such a day, as I uh, uh, told you uh, via Messenger and stuff, so I'm just... Getting into this all because I need to take a brief <laughs> <laughs> because I just went <laughs> on and on and on and on. My car broke down today, and I'm so sad and, about oh, my car. That's awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so but sorry. it's it's getting fixed tomorrow, and I could drive again. So, and luckily I was at a, yeah. as a gas station, so uh, I wasn't in an unsafe situation or stuff like that. I just could sit sat there and and drank coffee, and when I finished mm. my cup, I got another
1: cup. So Thanks. that's. Thanks. Thank Buddha for That's that. That's good. Because... So
0: my questions will come along as we go <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I All just right. had a parent-teacher so... conference about my kid at the start of the new school and and whatnot. We just met me, uh, met his new uh, tutor and everything. So, ah, oh, <laughs> <So laughs> <need> tutor to... <laughs> and back to tutors. That out tutor. Yeah, yeah. And I have I'm a fun uh... thing. I have my own tutoring. Uh, uh, I'm 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 a private tutor tutor, so people can uh, uh, hire me to help their kids. And I mm-hmm. actually wanted to name my company "Misschien," uh, 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 which is maybe in Dutch, uh, tutoring. But people said they might not get it if you. Do such <laughs> a wordplay. <laughs> but I'd love to have done that. Just well, need help we'll with a tutor over
1: here. Uh, when people ask me over here, like when they find out I have a po- um, podcast and I tell them about the tutors, they're like, "What?" And I'm like, I sing the song. I'm like, uh, "Henry VIII, I am," and, and they're like, "Oh, okay, all right." Now I'm like, "Oh my god!" So, yeah. And I don't know, Claire, if you've listened to our podcast in the past, but we we like to keep it like. Light. We like to make it more conversation yeah, and not yeah. Yeah. too serious. That's what I enjoy. So, yeah. 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 I just like the talking. But yeah. so Anne Boleyn seems to stand out with you a lot. Is she yes. your favorite queen or do you have? Definitely. Definitely. Yay!
0: <laughs> Definitely. She gave birth yeah, she today the, to Elizabeth. She was
2: the one that really, I don't know, reached, reached through the centuries and really grabbed me. I mean, I think most people know about the dream I had. Um, I'd been watching the Tudors and I had a dream about Anne Boleyn's execution. Oh. And I was a member of the the sort of the group of spectators, the crowd at her execution. Yeah. And I just, I don't know who I was in this dream. I just remember watching it yeah. and just knowing that this woman was innocent and didn't deserve to be there and I was just horrified and I just remember that feeling of pure terror and wanting to cry out but not being able to because my throat had gone dry my tongue was stuck to the roof of my mouth I couldn't do anything and the dream ended with the with um executioner swinging his sword and then I just woke up in a cold sweat and I remember just shaking my husband awake and saying oh, oh I'm God. going to start researching Anne yeah. and you're going to create a website and it's going to be called the <laughs> Anne Boleyn files and that's what I'm going to do I'm I going love to that. write about a researcher a writer about and that I'm and that was the start of the that. journey that was in that, that was in two thousand and nine, and and that was it. I was at the time I was doing freelance writing. Anyway, I was doing writing, but I'd kind of lost the joy in my writing because I was writing things I didn't really want to write for other clients. And I thought to keep me sane, I'll start researching Amber Link because I'm really interested in her and her story, and um, that will keep me sane. But it kind of then obviously just. Took
0: off and I ended up <laughs> leaving well, well, it, while it, the writing. I mean, <laughs> the the, the Anne Boleyn files is. It's just I yeah. don't know. It's it's the Anne yeah. Boleyn files. It's such. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just led to so, little... so much other stuff. It's yeah, but crazy. it's a library of so... knowledge on the internet. it's oh, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I love going there and and read articles and and. Just finding stuff over and over again. And thank you for that website. Yes. 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 Well, thank
2: you. Because if if nobody had found it, I would have just carried on blogging to myself.
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: Well, that's what Anna Heen and I do. We talk to each other. We, we talk to people each other. Listen, but yeah. you know, we just talk. You know, yeah. we've never met in real life. We just clicked. And actually, yeah. you were the one who messaged me after the first podcast did not work out. I was so heartbroken, and I never forgot your message of, well, you know, keep at it. And yeah. uh, it just meant the world to me. And and see, we're keeping at it. So yeah,
2: I'm. <laughs> So but, glad. Uh,
1: I'm so glad. Anne Boleyn, I'm fascinated by her because she seems to have been way more modern for when she lived. And yes. yeah, do you think that people that day, do you think that th- that Henry would stop the execution? Do you think they thought perhaps? he would stop the execution at the last minute because no queen of England had ever been executed. No queen executed.
0: ever has been yeah. executed ever. before, ever. Yeah, I, I think
2: there might have been that feeling. There was definite shock, you yeah. know, with with what happened. I mean, Anne, yeah, what you said about her being a modern woman, she's, she's yeah, she's so different to other historical characters from that period, I mean... Um I don't know whether you managed to watch any of the the Berlin's series that's just been been on it finally um,
1: came over here on YouTube so I'm just starting yeah. to watch
2: it. You still need so, to watch you know, the third is, episode. Oh it's it's so moving. It's, but yeah, it's very Estelle good. I on that Estelle Perron, who's a, a, a French um historian she she talks um on there about you know the the kind of the what Anne, the sophistication that Anne had, being having spent those years front, on the continent, yeah. she would have been so different, so sophisticated, um, and she would have been so different to the other women at court. So, so I think, yeah, there's that whole that modern kind of the right. different kind of woman that reaches us through through the ages. I I just love I always love the fact that, you know, her motto wasn't always the most happy, it was, you know, let them grumble, that's the way it's gonna be which Pretty really like the haters are gonna hate, just, you know. I love you how her
0: going, in, you know. <laughs> I love how her intelligence is is still rewarded after five hundred years. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. know that yeah. that Anne Boleyn was this overly smart and intelligent woman and that's one of the first things most people think about yeah
2: I don't I don't think uh, she didn't suffer fools gladly and I don't no. think I could have kept up with her and George in conversation I can imagine her and her brother oh. George and Thomas Wyatt having such cultured and intelligent conversations that I think if I'd been there I just would have been listening to them in awe you know, they just so God they I could do, do it in French as well you'd be like, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah I think her, her execution was a shocking event and it was. And there was this feeling, definite feeling, um, from many, many people that she was innocent. I mean, even, you know, Chapuis, the imperial ambassador, didn't believe it. I love Chapuis. Mary of Hungary, Mm -hmm. Charles V's sister, didn't believe it. You know, there was this feeling that, that really she was dying because Henry VIII wanted to replace her. Yeah,
0: but, but the thing is, because and we, uh, I've brought this forth in other podcasts. Uh, uh, Amy and I did because we spoke with Gareth and with Adrian, but couldn't be, hold, <laughs> be heard. Um, uh, how Anne was executed, and, and that people actually thought that Henry would stop it at the last moment because there wasn't even a casket for her to be buried in afterwards. Yeah, oh. yeah, and then yeah. just small things. Just, yeah, and, and the fact that bit...
2: Anne, Anne spoke about, um, you know, because she, she dined each night with Sir William Kingston, the constable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And after, after Archbishop Cramner had been to see her, she suddenly was in hope of her life and talking yeah. about going to a nunnery. Yeah, so there, something yeah. had been said. So she'd been led to believe, I think, that there was some hope of sort of mercy if she agreed to the annulment. Yeah. And like that. So, so yeah, right, I think, yeah, it was such a shocking event. Would
1: she an old I think Henry was the type of guy that, and and I'm actually very surprised because it was a whole different story with Anne of Cleves. I think he didn't want to admit it, but he would always be in love with Anne and be at, at the very least be fascinated by her and couldn't mm. stand for her to live on this planet Perhaps with someone else, or or far away, and him knowing she was still alive. I think. Yeah, perhaps so.
2: Yeah, there there was, there was a definite. It was a definite passion and love. But would um, she
0: ever agree? Would she ever agree? Like Catherine of Aragon, never agree to an annulment. I don't think Anne would ever agree with an annulment. She did. I
2: I think well, she did, she did agree in those last days. And I think that was her sort of probably putting Elizabeth first Mm -hmm. and, and perhaps trying to save her life as well. But I think Henry VIII knew that even if she went into exile or to a convent, that, you know, she'd still be sort of a figurehead. For, you know reformists in the oh, kingdom God. and you mm. know Catherine of Aragon had been a thorn in his side for years mm. you know she'd you know it wasn't until she died that you know he had that relief and 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 so I think he was really worried about keeping Anne alive and her being that another thorn in his side she just had being. to go and also you know he had to make sure that any children he had with jane seymour were fully legitimate that that marriage was valid and those children were legitimate and the only way of doing that was for anne to be dead
1: now what are your thoughts because i'm so glad you brought it up what are your thoughts on jane seymour oh. do you think she was simple <laughs> or do you think she knew exactly what she was doing
2: i don't think she was simple as she'd been a court long enough to kind of know how things work she'd got brothers who were high up at court I don't know what her role was really I mean we know from Chapri's dispatches that she was being coached in how to behave towards the king and really just following like Anne Anne Boleyn's example I mean Anne Boleyn was doing it um Anne Boleyn was, was being virtuous and not knowing, she had no idea that saying no to the king could ever lead to an offer of marriage. I mean, mm. that was just, Anne could not have known that. No. Jane could have known that, and Jane's supporters knew that, you know, the best way, that, you know, like Anne had done, the best way of getting Henry to chase you was to say no and, and to refuse for
0: and to be a completely yeah. different yeah. woman she because she wasn't yeah. outspoken. She was soft and she giggled behind yeah. her hands yeah. and she didn't go against yeah. him and never went into an argument and just be soft spoken, mm. sweet, plain. And again. and she
2: came from a family that had you know, we're a large family as well. Yeah. You know, so Henry could have hoped that Jane was gonna be fertile, fertile. and yeah. So, so I, I really don't. There's no way of knowing whether Jane knew that her whisperings in Henry's ear were were going to lead to Anne's execution. I don't think she could have known that. Yeah. Um. But she would have known what she was kind of doing. You know, she was tell. She was reported as telling the king that his marriage was unpopular. Um, that Anne was unpopular and you know she was drip, dripping that into his ear so
1: so she played a role mm, she's definitely not one of my favorites I'm sure I'm gonna upset some people when I say that yeah
0: but I think she's not one of your
1: favorites but she, but she actually agree. is
0: I think because we don't know a lot about her she's still yeah, we don't yeah i think that's the reason really and that's the reason we we, we,
2: don't she's the one yeah she's the one we know the least about really i mean my my second favorite queen is anne of cleves mm-hmm. i find oh, her she, fascinating
0: yeah she is I, she I love
2: her and i have a fondness for catherine of aragon as well but living in spain and living near the alhambra oh, um you, you live know the Alhambra. I, yeah, I live about an hour and thirty minutes so from the Alhambra. My my daughter studies in in Granada, so we get to go wow. there quite a lot. So um oh. yeah, so I always think about Catherine when I visit Granada. So and yeah, and Catherine Parr is intelligent and and Catherine Howard's story is so tragic so as well. But yeah, Jane is just the kind of the boring one, in a way, just because we don't know so much about her and her time with Henry so <clears throat> short.
0: And if you compare it to, to going out to dinner, she's the palate cleanser in between courses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Catherine yeah. Howard just—I
1: think—I mean, I love Anne Boleyn and Anne of Cleves, and Catherine Howard is more my heartbreaking story because, I mean, she.
0: But she was a She's kid, and 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 you being a mom, me being a, and and Claire being a mom, you yeah. just want to keep her safe. That's the whole thing. Yes. You just yeah. I want her. I, I want and her uh, vindicated of everything because I never believe and I will not ever believe that she had any wrongdoing with her and stuff like that. So I just want to bundle her up. Mm. Put her in a room. Yeah. Give her some Take hot Take her away note, from it all. Yeah, exactly. I do. And it's just know, keep her safe. This yeah, yeah. young, I tragic girl. I can't
1: stand some of the, um, because we all belong to numerous groups on Facebook mm. about the Tudors, and it always drives me crazy when someone puts up a um, post or a vote. Um, mm. Who deserved to die the most? Thomas Cromwell. Um George Bolin, Catherine Howard. There are always so many comments about Catherine Howard was a slut, she was this and I'm like, okay, first of all, how did you know her? Because that was 500 years ago or yeah. more. How could that's you true. judge her? How could you judge her? Yeah, less People yeah. like to judge. It, it bothers me so yeah. much. It breaks yeah. my heart. I mean, it yeah. really does. That's I I just think that that's but I, I think also the tutors got us, I know it, it definitely, it sparks more of an interest for me. And I liked it in the sense that it sent me to actually the Boleyn Files to look up, okay, is this true? Is mm. that true? And, you know, a lot of people said, that, you know, they didn't like it because, you know, oh, people are going to believe that. And I mm. would like to think that people watch it this is an incredible story let me look up more yeah. information yeah, And i know yeah, several I times so. i looked it up and i was like oh my goodness that did not happen but um mm. i hated how Catherine howard was portrayed in that
0: yeah. actress is a well, wonderful she spent most actress. of her time naked, didn't yes, she, really? naked <laughs> and dancing you know and being flirty and sexy yeah. The end of
1: the the end where she's butt naked p- practicing putting her head on yeah, the block. Yeah. I'm like, you would not be naked in the Tower of London would, in February. <laughs> that bothered no. me so much. And my husband was watching it and I'm yelling and screaming. I'm like, that did not yeah. happen. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it
0: didn't happen. Oh, husband. Fine. Uh, well, oh, she it, was it,
1: kind. It, it was it was meant. I don't think. And what bothered me, it took away the significance of this poor child that actually yeah. asked for the block so she could place her head yes. correctly.
2: Yeah. But but she, she wanted away. to die with dignity. Yes. She wanted yes. to make sure that she died a correct death. Because in Tudor times, you wanted your death to be right. Yeah. Yes. But you want you may wanted to make a good death, and that just shows what that that was kind of preying on her mind in those last hours that she wanted to be dignified, and and I hate the the story as well that, that you you often hear the some of the yeoman warders at the uh, Tower of London saying that you know she. She died saying, uh, "You know, I a queen, I but I'd die queen, I'd rather die a wife of Thomas, Thomas Gold." Gold Pepper.
0: Pepper.
2: And we yeah. know that she didn't she say that. Say the, the eyewitness, you know, reports are yeah. that she died with courage and dignity, and that she made a normal scaffold speech, yeah. praying. And, and her and Lady Rochford both went to their deaths with courage, and yeah. it we takes did. away from that. But so, she was so
0: yeah. kind.
1: Yeah, she yeah. was because and she
0: sent clothes to Elizabeth and she sent clothes to Margaret Paul in the tower and everything. She just did, she tried to have good contact with Anne of Cleves. She just wanted to be right and she couldn't get it right she, yeah, with she tried Mary. To be a good way. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. And I think that best. shows her
1: that at that age you don't want to think someone doesn't like you you want everyone yes. to like you so yeah, i mean definitely. as you get older you're like i don't care if you like me or not yeah. really and your problem yeah your problem not my haters gonna hate so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah but now when you you get to a certain age you mature into this is me i'm doing my best that's all i can do yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it just her story just breaks my heart and Anne of Cleves I love but breaks my heart as well because Henry basically put a very loose noose around her neck she was never allowed to marry again never allowed to have children never allowed to have any contact with any man she lived a good life I hope I don't know that for sure it seems like she did but that's also I think that's also yeah. very sad too. Yeah. Like when he broke from you, yeah. he yeah, took everything you yeah. wanted, you know.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I, I think, think she got the best I mean, deal she... out of the six.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah,
2: she she did. But yeah, I I agree with what you said, Amy, yeah. about how, you know, she she was no one could have married her not after Henry VIII had annulled their marriage on the grounds that she'd never properly, the pre-contract that she'd had before, it had never properly been broken. So she had that hanging over her. So she could never have married again and also kept, you know, the properties that she had and that. But, I mean, she she was very much loved by her household.
0: And by the people. That,
2: was. I think she must
0: have been a really
2: kind and loving person. And mm-hmm. I love these glimpses we, we get of her, like um, the fact that she loved cooking. And we, we, we yeah, know did, that, yeah. uh, you know, she had fish prepared at one property for her trials of cookery, for her yeah. to you
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> for her cooking lessons, <laughs> and it's just yeah. I love but, the But, but we also, get like when that. she knew was she, that the end was near, and stuff like that, that she left uh, things for for her household to go on. Yes, small yes. notes, small uh, presents, and and yeah. a coin, and even so
1: her, her portrait, I think, shows a very
0: Sweet friendly face, if girl. I may. Hmm
1: you know it it just seems very relaxed I don't know I really you know
0: yeah but the thing fun thing if you if you look at portraits I don't know if you've ever seen that series uh it's on the internet where they take portraits of royals and then the cameras came and then we have the photographs of royals and photoshop mm -hmm. was a thing in portraitry as well because queen victoria is in ex- especially in her younger years is quite beautiful in her portraits but if you look at her oh photographs yeah. she has the, the big bulging eyes and she was a bit on the heavy side and everything you don't see that in the portraits and you have the same thing for queen mary and queen elizabeth of uh, mm. now well empress elizabeth Uh, the the Habsburgers and and, uh, um, we have the same, I mean I'm from the Netherlands and if you look at the portraits of our kings and queens and look at the actual pictures of our kings and queens, I'm really happy that Maxima brought him some fun beautiful DNA into (laughs) family. <laughs> well,
1: just... I'm excited Obama broke the mold for portraits and did one of the best portraits ever. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I just love it, love it, love it. Yeah. So Although it's not hanging in the White House, unfortunately, but I won't get into politics. So. No, <laughs> don't. I, I, I and and, and that's, that's just water. But, but, that of that, so, but the um, thing is, is
0: that, that painters and like Holbein, I'm sure Holbein created Anne of Cleves a bit more beautiful than she might actually have been. But I still, know, I she has this very, so, very kind face. I think Holbein
2: was known for being
1: very, very, very
2: accurate. And we know, know from accounts that no one, when they met her to bring her back, to bring her from Calais, mm-hmm. where she travelled, nobody, and, and this included Charles Brandon, the king's best friend, yeah. nobody was concerned about her looks. No. Nope. At all.
0: Besides no. her head so, so she was
2: obviously you know they obviously thought the king would be happy with her
0: yeah so, but then yeah. that horrible encounter
1: i'm sorry yeah no, i know he's, he's superman
0: for amy like he's superman <laughs> after <the tutors>. <laughs> <laughs> but you already have a okay. husband so don't complain I have a list. We each have
1: a list. I don't know if he has a list. I definitely have a list. But <laughs> Okay, so you we did just talk about Jane Boleyn, Lady Rochford. Yeah. She fascinates mm-hmm. me and beyond me. fascinates me. What do you think of her?
2: Yeah, I've... I, I get cross that history has done her such a disservice i mean bravo to um well, bravo to julia fox in the first place for writing that incredible book where the notes and references are just as good as the main text in that book it, it's superb and it challenges all of those, those myths that are just regurgitated by historians all of the time, <laughs> and Adrian as well, Adrian Dillard for you know what she, what she's done in, in
0: a fictional way. It, like arrived it arrived today. Yes. It arrived today. it's in- <laughs> oh, I it. it's amazing. I ordered it a month ago, um, and today it arrived.
1: <laughs> and a uh, Gareth uh, Russell and his young, damned and fair was. Yes. Fascinating
2: yeah. as well. Yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. And and it's good that um you know that the the whole the myth that she brought down the blinds, oh. the myth that George and her had this unhappy marriage and that she was jealous and the of rift between his her relationship and Anne. with Anne. And, yeah. yeah, it's. I'm just so glad that that these ideas are being challenged. I mean, I do lose count, though, of how many times on social media I have to challenge people who just come out with the, well, she she brought down George and Anne, she is to blame, yeah. you know.
1: I, I've gone on to say, if they had such an unhappy marriage, explain to me why she served three more queens and continued to wear black mourning clothing yes, until no, exactly. the day she died. Why would she yeah, do that? Yeah, she was acting. No, yeah. no. I mean, that was basically the long comb. Looking at Henry, going, you know, screw you, you killed my husband, and look at me, I'm still mourning. So, yeah. I admire her for that. Yeah, because yeah. that was a slap in his face, and. You know, I think they come up with that myth simply because they didn't have children and that one. I think George says during his trial, you're going and I'm loosely um, commenting on it. You, you're going to indict me on the words of one spiteful woman. That woman is never named, but everyone went up. No. Oh, it's Jane. It's Jane.
2: Yeah, he just says one woman, and that could be any of the ones that are named. Uh, okay, I exactly, mean, we've got yeah, the, but, but that's... You know, Elizabeth Brown comes up in the sources, Nan Cobham comes up in the sources, but Lady Wingfield um, comes up in the sources, so why, surely he'd say...
0: You know, you're going on the word of my wife. Who's exactly. Yeah, it, but but, it most, meant, but meant, most people so. around the world know for a fact that Marie Antoinette had said, let them eat cake. That was taken wrong. No, she never center, said it. it. It was said by a woman almost 50 years before she even was at court. See. It was by yeah, a mistress all, all of the king of or something. People just take. But yeah. they, but it yeah. was good PR to have it have uh, to have it had said by Marie Antoinette because the whole revolution was going on and people were 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 mad and if she could say that, then Twisting we can hate words. her. Twisting That's,
2: words. Th- I, th- I think people don't like their their beliefs about about historical events and people to be challenged either. Yeah. No. You know they they they've kind of grown up believing that or they've read it in so many books and it was in the Tudors I mean look at Jane in the Tudors you know she was she mm. was sneaking around looking through keyholes the whole time wasn't she really she was a really spiteful woman and people are just used to that depiction
1: of her so they believe that it's based on something I'm always defending her I'm always defending her and um Mary the first bloody Mary yeah, I, yeah. I, we I, like I to pigeonhole people, don't we? <laughs> I know, I. but I'm always defending her. And the, and and people, I will give them this, because Gareth actually pointed it out when we did our podcast with him, and he, he brought it out, it was so eloquent, that Kath, Protestants had a right to hate her as much as they did. They lost family members, just like... Yeah. You, you, well, Henry went w- whichever way the wind was blowing. We didn't know what Henry would do, so they uh, they do have that right. But and she she did kill a lot of people in a very small span, mm-hmm. you know, span of time. But then people look at Elizabeth I and think she was so wonderful, and she was it, it, the Elizabethan age. But look at how oh, many she people killed. she killed. Yep. Look at yeah. how many people um, Thomas More killed and burnt at the stake. This was, and uh, I, and I always say it: we can't judge it from two thousand twenty-one. You have to, yeah. you have to go yeah. way back Mindset. and, go, and mm-hmm. be in that moment, yeah. and realize it sucks, but that that's what was done. And a favorite quote of mine, because. And uh, he will laugh at me. World War One, World War II are really my first loves of history. Fascinated by it. The, uh, the movie. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, the um, movie uh, Fury with Brad Pitt, which, you know, World War II, Brad Pitt all went together. It was perfect. But he has a quote in the movie that says, ideals are peaceful. History is violent and that's and that's what people need to understand your ideal right now i get it but history is violent you know it stinks but it is it's terrible it's
2: hard for us to understand sort of the context that these people were living in how important religion was it was an integral part of life and and we can't understand that however religious a person is today you cannot understand that it just ran your life
1: um, it did you were just here for a moment. It was really that after life was what you were yeah, for. yeah
2: that was more important than than your your life, your on
1: time. Earth. life. yeah yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. that Ana and I have had discussions about it. I can't wrap my head around that. I've tried uh, so many times I cannot wrap my head around that yeah it's it's a tricky one.
2: But but, But but your life could be so short as well, you know, it it was, I suppose, comforting to think of of your eternal soul rather than your very short, you know, mortal soul,
1: mortal life.
0: And for me, it's it's weird because I'm not religious at all. I'm firmly anti-religion, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me as well. So I don't get it either. See, I love uh, uh, houses of worship. Uh, I love being there. Uh, I love the serenity and the peace there they and and the the peace and the quiet and and everything. So I love being in churches, cathedrals, uh, uh, temples and whatnot. I could spend every day just going around mm-hmm. and seeing different houses of worship, but I don't get the practice behind it. That's just not for me I and, and at one time i I read one book and I loved that book. And that was the only book that ever made me think, hmm, I want to be religious. I want to believe like this person believes. And uh, that's The Gargoyle. And uh, you should absolutely read that. Yeah. I
2: don't like religion. No, I don't like religion. I don't have me. a faith. I am spiritual but I hate organized religion yeah. because when man starts organizing it when man gets involved and starts telling you what you should believe then yeah. that Purping. creates Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, just my I,
1: personal. No that's view fine. I I was brought up at, and I'm I'm I am very happy I was brought up Irish Catholic so it was church every Sunday and then CCD after that and yeah. I even remember being seven or eight years old and listening to the priest, you know, do a sermon saying, so how is a baby born already sinned? And I remember I couldn't get my head around that. And yeah. my parents really couldn't even explain it because they didn't believe it in either. But they wanted yeah. us to have some ground of something. And then once we were confirmed, it's they said, okay, it's a- Yes, it is. Um, yeah. It's yeah, up I to you. I started
0: religion, so most likely she you knows it's mistranslated. I know. And you know.
1: so am with you. I love the spirituality. Um, I I, yeah. I love Buddhism. That's more my kind of way of thinking. Um, and just I mean, look at the world around us. The wars that are being fought are for religion okay. because one man interprets it this way, and someone else interprets it a different way.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Exactly the same as in the Tudor times, you know. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. So, I have another question. Yes. So, Tudor sorry. Pond is coming up in October. Are you going to be mm. going? No, no, oh, bummer.
2: No, sorry. No, I just don't <laughs> find so. that the expense and also, you know, oh. traveling in these times is just, you know, it's tricky. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, uh, I, I've yeah, it, it's yeah. I managed to go over to the UK finally this year. I mean, I was meant to be going over for some tours, um, and they got cancelled. I was meant to be going over for the filming for the Berlin's series yeah. because I was involved in that in the early in the early parts of that with the research. Couldn't go over for that because I couldn't even oh, leave shame. my village at the time. So I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been able to really plan to go to Tudorcon anyway because I just yeah. wouldn't have known whether the travel would have been possible. But no, I just can't. I'm afraid just can't justify going to the U.S. unless it's a paid gig at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, at Spain. Was, Spain was hit hard with the COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I Yeah, I think. Yeah, lots of countries have been
2: hit hard. It's been. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. It's been hard. But I did awful. manage to get over to the UK for, um, you know, the book launch of mine and Owen's book, you yeah. know, the Berlins of Heber Castle, oh, because yeah. that was so up in the air for ages, whether I'd be able to get over for that. I had to quarantine, but I did yeah. manage
0: to, to do it. I just <laughs> heard, heard at the parent teacher conference we had today that uh, uh, my son is doing uh, bilingual uh, education. So everything is in English, save the languages. And maths Mm. uh, That he is going to England This year So I was like Yay Can I come along I want to go again Because I was there last (laughs) in 2019 And I just want to go back Because I still need to visit Hampton Court And I so want to go to Hampton Court Uh, So I just want to tag along with, With my son Just I've never brought my mum. I plan on going. I'm an emotional support mum.
2: Well, I I only managed to go over for, well, you know, I was in the UK for nearly three weeks with
1: the whole quarantine.
2: But, you know, I was mostly inside, not able to go anywhere. But I did have. Three great days at Hever yeah. with Owen, and we met. We met up with Sarah Morris as well, the Tudor travel guide, and sure. Kate McCaffrey, who yeah. um, works at Hever and and has done the research on the books of ours. Um, Oh, it was just lovely being back at Hever. Hever is my sort of happy place, my magical place, and Owen is one of my besties. So it was just lovely, and it was such an honour. It was a pinch me moment to be speaking at Hever as well. I just suddenly realised Owen and I just—it's kind of dawned on us just how big it was. We both looked at each other and got quite Jeez. emotional before we went on yeah. stage that we were there at Hever Castle yeah. just about to talk about the Berlin's to
1: people. And it was just like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think, and I've already told my husband, Just, so, I'm like, just so you know, when we do finally get in, get over there, I'm just going to cry my way through it all because to be there where these people yeah. were, I yeah. will be crying.
0: You're going to bring me, right? Because when you're already there. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Okay. Hello. Yeah,
2: Hever is amazing. I mean, Hampton Court Palace is amazing in a different way. I mean, it is huge and there's so much sort of history there and yeah. different periods of history heva what i love about it is that you're visiting a place that the boleyn it was the boleyn family home yeah they had happy and sad times there. they'd still recognize it today yeah. it hasn't changed the construction it hasn't changed that much there are still things you're still looking at walls and windows that, and what, that, that they, they would that. have known yeah. and it's yeah, and you just get this real sense of them being there, and I much prefer being there on the 19th of May than being at the Tower, actually. No, I, oh, I know oh, it's yeah, at to to the I Tower get, yeah. on the 19th, yeah, but I no, love okay. being at Hever, um, but it just makes me quite emotional thinking of Thomas and Elizabeth Berlin sort of grieving there. And, and children, yeah. yeah. The fi- yeah, but definitely go to Hever, it's beautiful. I, I definitely
0: want to go to Hever because I want to do an entire Tudor and uh Wars of the Roses castle tour because I definitely want yeah. to go to Scotland oh, and go to lovely. Stirling Castle and mm. uh Holyrood House just because Margaret uh, Scotland Tudor was there, so uh, um, yeah, when, when she got married to James of Scotland and yeah, uh, stuff like I and I Mary definitely...
1: Stewart.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, Mary I'm, Queen of Scots I'm and not all the not such a fan that, About yeah. Mary Queen of Scots. I'm so very sorry, but they should have kept her in <laughs> France. Just keep her there. And I'm I'm just not a fan. I'm An Irish so sorry sky, in case you didn't realize. Yeah, I don't care. I'm Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I I, I don't know. Let her be... You, she, I, I, you know what, I'm
1: okay with it. She should have stayed in France. She wouldn't have died. So I would yeah, have been okay. she would have been most, happy. Most likely she would have in died. In
0: I, I think I can say with absolute yeah. certainty she would have
1: died. 19 years in it, captivity. Or yeah, but it was wasn't
0: it? like she was kept in a damn yeah. cell or anything. I don't think it happened it, it It... They... Look, we've had quarantine now for the past eighteen months. She she had quarantine for nineteen years, but she, she was quarantined in castles. She was Elizabeth, leap
1: basically with an axe just hanging over her head. Not
0: the entire That's time. Yeah, I we're know. Talk, I'm we're, very we're sorry. I'm. I'm, I'm, and, uh, yeah, I'm uh, and maybe I just need to learn more about Mary, Queen of Scots. But as as uh, uh, I, I have read a lot about her, I have researched her. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry.
2: More... <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just written a course on her, an online course on her. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, see, now I need you. to do I'm, the I'm fascinated <laughs> by her. Yeah. I've really changed my views on her, you know, over the yeah, past few so may- years. So, so
0: maybe I will um, as well. I don't know. It's
1: just that. She was a very flawed, she was a very flawed person. And yeah. back in those times, a lot of people didn't, uh, I mean, what was written down was what you wanted written down about yourself. You did not want your flaws written down, and
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: I, I, you know, going into it, I, her last marriage. I don't think she wanted any part of it, mm-hmm. but was coerced into that. But I think John on. Guy
2: is um is correct when he talks about Mary being a, a victim of the pen, as much as of the executioner. That. The yes. Mary that we know today, it, it's the propaganda that, you yes. know, William Sissel, Baron Burley put about her, you know. yes. That yes. you know, that we've got this idea that Elizabeth ruled with her head and Mary ruled with her heart. No, that Elizabeth that her, was but... sensible and Mary was reckless. And and when you start looking into it more, you realise that she actually the decisions she made were quite sensible. I mean, she married Lord Darnley, for example, which yeah. is seen as you know her being you know he wasn't a good candidate, but he was dynastically. The, he was uh, a uh, very choice.
0: good Joyce what? yes, and he was the so,
2: same height, so yeah. So. I <laughs> think, I think this, this, she needs rehabilitating
0: as well. And, and yeah, John, guys, I, book I, on I, her I is think, she, I, I think she does, but I just think, and and that's just me in my 2021 century, 21st century uh, uh, mindset. Uh, she was Queen of Scotland, perfect, she was uh, uh the Dauphine of France queen of france for quite some time and all of a sudden because she has and she had the better claim to the english okay let it go It's It's just okay
1: but to say that she she ruled with her heart and elizabeth ruled with her head i disagree with that i think any ruler Rules with both because they love their yes, country, exactly. they want to do what's best for, for their country. Mm. So, I think even Henry thought in his heart he was doing the best for his country. I think yes. any ruler goes into it with heart and head. Definitely, I think I could be wrong, I've been wrong before, once or twice. But, <laughs> <laughs> so what inspires you to write a book? What, what? happened to you to make you want to start writing
2: i've i've always been a writer i've i've always i mean i've got boxes of things i wrote as a child i mean when i was 11 we were given a um some homework to write about a secret island and everybody else just did a couple of pages and i did 20 something pages (laughs) and my teacher at the time said to me one day you'll be a published author Mm. and i've i've held on to that through through the years i've always written it's it's my joy it's it's what drives me but what led me to publishing my first book the Boleyn collection was was um an Amber Limthol's follower, Linda Sather, who's who's now a good friend, um, just said to me, "Have you ever thought about just collating some of your popular blog posts into a book, mm-hmm. so that your fans, you know, people that follow the site, c- can actually buy the book?" So, so I did it, and and then that led, I mean, that kind of went viral. I mean, the sales went crazy on that. Which and is good. um which is one yeah, which yeah. was really good. And so I was really encouraged to to do more for, from that. So you yeah, know, the the fall of Anne Boleyn, that was something that was really that I really wanted to write because I just realized that if you do a sort of countdown day by day sort of diary of her fall, you oh. just realize how fast it, it happened, all went, how yeah. quickly yeah how dramatic it was and and you only realize that by by doing a sort of day by day blow by blow account of it so i mean that was such a joy to write and and of course that all that led on to other projects like my project with claire cherry george boleyn i mean um george was someone that she found so fascinating he was her historical hero and i became fascinated by him because of you know my researching the family and i realized that george had been maligned and misunderstood so that drew me to him And, and and yeah it just sort of snowballs and i mean the most recent project that i've been doing with owen was was a huge joy because I was writing about a place that's really important to me. I was writing about the Berlin family, my favourite historical family, and I was writing with with one of my very best friends, and it was such a lovely project. Uh, and everything about it was good because I just I love researching and I love writing. It's just the, those two things drive me. And recently, I mean, I I put a video on my um, YouTube channel because I had been doing daily on this day. Mm-hmm. videos and it just got to the point where I just I couldn't do it was taking me away from what I truly loved um it was taking me away from writing I had so many writing projects that I'd put on back burners and that you know I'd lay to one side because I was too busy doing the videos and I was just this summer I just I've ended up I've been injured my shoulder, I've got RSI in my arm, oh, and I'm, no. i kind of, I'm kind of falling apart this summer. And I just oh. realized, and also, you know, mentally, you just, I just reached burnout, and no, I thought sure I've got no. to change, change things. I've got to get back to what I love, yeah, yeah, and and drop some some stuff. I mean, I really love doing videos, and I really love the interaction I have with that. So I'm going to keep it up, but not one a day. I just uh, can't if, I can't do yeah, no, so it. I
0: that, need more want, more balance. Yeah, and you want stuff yeah. that yeah. gives you energy and not takes drains yeah. it and from you. It.
2: So this so, this summer has taught me a lot about getting back to what I'm really passionate about, which is the research and writing and working on book projects. But I still I really love interacting with people as well so definitely still blogging and still doing videos but the videos definitely sort of one a week rather than one a day yeah. um because education is important to me and having that interaction with with other Tudor history lovers is so important too so um but yeah
1: just yeah
2: getting back to my kind of my roots and my passion
1: yeah and not taking it away from you but yeah. so obviously where you were born in the UK
2: yes that's right yeah what
1: made you move to Spain
2: oh that's a really hard uh, <laughs> question Yeah, I lived. I was born I was born in the in the UK I grew up in um, in Warwickshire near Stratford-upon-Avon which is great for history and literature lover Thanks, um, yeah. and And I lived in the UK until 2006 and Tim and I we both really Tim had gone sort of self-employed and the UK is really really expensive and we'd got three young children and we just kind of got so fed up of the rat race and just and you know the the cost of living and the kind of the lives that we kind of felt that our children were having and we just wanted a more laid-back, cheaper lifestyle with more work-life balance, Amen. and so we looked at. We looked at. Yeah, we we wanted to kind of downsize without actually downsizing, mm-hmm. just making life simpler. And we, I mean, Spain wasn't even on our list of countries. But then my brother had moved to Spain, and we we came and visited him, and just thought. Hey, this is really lovely. We've you know, this this would this would do. And so <laughs> Tim came out in the February of that year house hunting and we'd moved by the August. Wow. We yeah, we moved here six months later. And we've never looked back. You oh, know, that's two thousand
0: six. And you live in, so in, in our children
2: in. our children have gone through the school system, our daughter's at university here and and they're fluent and feel that they're spanish or they feel european they don't feel british um they feel european and probably more spanish than than british mm-hmm. oh, okay. and we just love it here and it's just allowed us to do what we're doing i don't it's... think that I i think i'd struggle doing what i'm doing in the uk i think the temptation would be to go and get myself a job
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. Uh, no, no. It's, you know, it, the more pay the mortgage, very... you need to
2: pay the mortgage. Uh, your it own boss is fun. Similar.
1: Yeah, similar yes. to America. It's super
2: stressful at times, but, yeah, but, but at least you've got that control, especially during the pandemic. Oh. You know, working – I was already working from home. I was already working online. And so life, apart from not actually being able to go out, life didn't change hugely in that respect. So,
1: yeah. That was rough. Yeah. yeah. I, it, here yeah. in America, it's like the rat race. You can – you can never yes. to catch up but
2: yeah you always try to keep up with with people around dances, you yeah. yes but yeah. when we
0: move you're going to live with us bring husband bring the yes, cats bring the true. kids <laughs> and we're just <laughs> uh, yeah yes. we're going to yeah, yeah. i and you i have handsome. discussed
1: this we've okay. never met in person we actually met on a tutor group Maybe. and what three years ago yeah, and
2: summer, we're like some, the summer. best
1: friends we yeah, are i yeah. think
2: so many friendships are made yes, that way these yes. days i mean i've got so many people that i count as really good friends who i haven't met i mean owen yeah. who i've just written the book with you know we we've been corresponding since i first began the amber Lim files and i only met him what 2018 or something like that yes, we've yeah. been talking for years but we hadn't actually met in the flesh you know no. I've yeah met, i've met flesh. a couple
0: of my facebook friends in the flesh and and up to now it's been a huge delight seriously yeah and it's just yeah. Fun come to meet out the online promise. people in real life and and hug them and stuff like that i know that when yeah. the friendship you've made online is an actual friendship and it really I is think that, yeah. uh, it uh, is really beautiful yeah
1: it's, it's been amazing. Just, you know, uh, Anaheen literally is my best friend. Yeah. Love her oh. to pieces. Meeting you. you, meeting yeah. Garrett and uh, Adrienne Dillard. Oh, she yeah. is, she's just a hoot. Love her to pieces. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I just feel so lucky. And I think that's the one part during the pandemic that kept me going was that at least I, I couldn't go anywhere, but at least I could talk, yeah, you know? Exactly. And yes. I, I
2: yeah. That's and the, yeah. That's like, been social media and all those, and all those groups of like-minded people and the yeah. friendships you've made. Yeah. Come into their own during something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, Fantastic.
0: I love well, this it. This
1: has been a fabulous fabulous episode mm. and i think i'm going to be grinning all night long
0: <laughs>
1: and
0: amy i'll be ragging me. at yeah. work yeah.
1: tomorrow
0: yeah. and ah, so. now, amy <laughs> told me not, last june she told me last june we were speaking on the phone and she just said to me and we just we had two episodes going i think yeah it was like two I episodes know <laughs> Guess who's coming on the show? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> she says it, Claire Ridgway. I yelled, Claire Ridgway. And I was just like silent for five minutes. Uh, uh, because I I'm was like, so in disbelief okay? that it was going to happen. And I'm still in disbelief Uh-oh. that this is actually Uh-oh. happening right now. Yeah, so oh my this God, this means yeah. the world
1: to us. Yes, really seriously, does. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: it's been it's been an honor and a pleasure. Oh, I mean, I, know, I love course. talking shooter and it's you know, I feel that I already know you anyway from I, you know, messages completely, and, and completely. So it's it's lovely. Really no, nice. you
1: definitely you you I will never forget it and I tell a lot of people's story, the the encouraging message that really meant so much to me because I was so crushed. Oh when I remember yeah and you said well you know don't give up keep going at it and it'll work and here we are so yeah there there are
2: yeah I mean I've been through exactly the same the haters are going to hate there's always going to be people that try and bring you down and there have been times where I've just sobbed and sobbed and thought that's it I'm giving up I'm not yes. doing it anymore and yeah and then someone someone will encourage me and I'll get back to it and yeah, yeah there's always going to be times like that and it's yeah it, it can be a spiteful world at times can't yeah,
1: it yeah it, it, it hurt definitely and actually Anaheen was one of the first people I was telling because I was so heartbroken and um you know, it took me about six months and I think I jumped back into it. And then, you know, as you know, doing video and doing a podcast by mm-hmm. yourself, it's hard to pick up listeners. Yeah. you are just droning on and on. Mm-hmm. People like that back and forth. And I mean, I, I'd l- I like to think that we've got a great thing going. I mean, one of your <laughs> husband's friends said it's like sitting with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Um, just talking and they go off yeah. subject and then they come back on subject. <laughs> so, Rambling so. on. I think you. people love, love yeah, that. I
2: think. Place, so. Yeah, I, but I think people enjoy that, the, the sort of chatty,
1: informal style. I, I Yeah. yeah I, especially, I think, I think too, it. with history, because there's so many history podcasts out doing the same thing, but a lot of them sound very scripted and very boop, boop, boop. And I just, you know, our thing was let's just talk. We'll talk, and yeah, we don't yeah. always we don't always agree on the same thing, which we love because mm. you're getting both sides of it. And yeah, you know, yeah but I'm mostly right. No, and
0: yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just one. There's just there's just one history <laughs> podcast that I uh, uh, listen to every time, and that's Noble Blood. I just have to get it out there because that one. I don't know if either of you know it, but uh, that one. By no, I just to yes. Gareth Russell's one. Yeah, I still need to start Miles. that one because, but, but I'm, I'm. Oh, in, in, I could listen to Gareth all day every I day. Me too. Oh, yeah.
2: he's, he's so eloquent, and yeah. he's he's so amaz- amazing. I mean. He spoke on one of our tours, well, he's spoken on a few of our tours. But he just, he can do it without any notes or anything. And it, and he just, he grips you. And he's so intelligent and so witty. And oh, he's is um, yeah, um, wonderful That's sh- just such a
0: shame that you both don't know Dutch because you yeah, have Bartolo... Uh, He's Belgian and he wrote a book about the Burgundians. And he did a whole podcast Mm -hmm. about the Burgundians as well. And um, he's not reading from the book. He's just telling stories and all the research he did. And it's such an amazing and fabulous podcast. I've already uh, listened to it twice. And it's just Mm -hmm. amazing. So if you can find the book, The Burgundians by Bartolo, just get it because it's an amazing book I He I wrote will. a new one about napoleon and i still need to get that one and i sincerely yeah. hope that he will do a podcast about that one Ooh, as well. i would
1: like that one i would like that one but even yeah, but that's just just doing a podcast with gareth it was it was like again we felt like we had known each other forever and i'd yeah. been fr- i'd been friends with gareth for a, a I think two or three years but had never spoken in person and it was just like hey what's up and and just his answers I'm like he's got to be looking at notes now he just (laughs) he he put things so eloquently yeah and made you think he really made you think and yeah you know I think we have such a great group of you know historians I mean I'm not a I'm an amateur historian. I don't have a degree in it, but I am a willing learner at all. I mean, well, I don't English have a degree way. in it either, you know. So.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: that's true. That's very true. Oh. Very true. I
0: don't have one either. I, think, I studied I think, it for two years, though. I think I learning on
1: your own is almost better than going down that rabbit hole and yeah. Yeah. just, you know having four million pages on your computer open oh, because you're types,
0: like oh yeah. like oh click oh, oh click.
2: yeah <laughs> my husband can never get over how many
0: tabs i have open well, <laughs> that's <laughs> a female <laughs> thing i guess every time my i grab my mom's, mom's goes, phone just... i just want to, to 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 clean it all up because my mother will have sixty thousand internet pages yep. Stunning. That is me. I and complain
2: I'm... about the speed of my computer. Me too. My computer's going
0: slow. <laughs> and
1: Tim will come over and say, well, how many tabs have you got open?
0: See, <laughs> so that's, that's, well that's, that's not that's I'll over me. my
1: shoulder and be like, Amy, if you shut the 22 tabs that you have
0: yeah. open, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> See, <Sorry."> and luckily... <laughs> that's not me because i know how to clean my internet history and delete oh, cookies yeah. and all the gluten-free no, cookies me. to keep it up to speed and everything so just and like, I,
2: I can't even do like a windows update will come up and i'm like no, no i can't <laughs> no. do that because, because i don't want to close things i'm researching
1: that and i'm researching that <laughs>
0: But I really got- but <laughs> I, what I really want if to do it ever
1: happens to me and the police look at the computer they're going to be like what? <laughs> <laughs> what who was she
0: <laughs> <Because> <laughs> what I really, really want at to at do though a torture <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to do though Amy and I I don't know if you're keen on that and and stuff like that and I don't know if Claire knows her uh Margaret the 1st of Denmark you know her? I have.
1: I haven't read a total amount about her, but I know her. No,
0: I haven't either. Oh my God! She lived uh, approximately one hundred years before Elizabeth, and she united the three crowns of Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. And I mm-hmm. want to learn m- more about. I've been to Roskilde Ooh. Cathedral countless of times in Denmark because Denmark is like my safe space. And uh, uh, she's fabulous. Huh? I think we need to do something about her as well. One time, just venture out. Yeah. I th- um, I would love that. Everybody I would love that. because I think we still because today, we still got I
1: have to do Thomas Boleyn because Yeah, now we, I'm still we still have to do that. We still have to do that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I love, I am growing more and, and um John D. I wait till you see yeah. what I've done on John D. Yeah,
0: My he's God. fascinating. He's fascinating there's so many people that are Absolutely fascinating, and I don't think anybody yeah, yeah. has heard besides, yeah, history. It
2: is, and Margaret so the rich, first united
0: it? all those kingdoms and kept them power and stuff like on her own 100 years before Elizabeth yeah. did that, who again was born on this day. So, uh,
1: all right, so we do Thomas Bullen next week, and yeah. then we'll do Margaret the following. <laughs> Sound that good? Sounds good. Sound good. <laughs> All right. Sorry about interrupting you, with that. We'd thank just you, up. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, that's okay. Thank You're you right. for asking me. And we may ask you again in the future after your yeah, I'd love latest to. book. Yep. And we would love to talk to you about it for yeah. sure. And yes, thank you for being such a positive person in my life personally. So Aww. I appreciate that. And um, I, we can't thank you enough. No. So. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as you know, we just um, created our own web page, and it's Lone Tutor Crusader. Please subscribe and give us a rating, five stars, or however many stars you feel you want to give us. Six, we are seven, open to criticism. Ten, yep, seven, eight, ten, one. We want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us at Twitter at Lone Tutor. And I think, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, right now, Thanks, our email is amylogan824 at com. That will be changing soon spam so her, that we her. have Annie on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we she, will she update loves, you soon on She that. loves getting emails about getting older How and wonderful dating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, we will be signing sorry. off, Claire. Thank you again, and I hope thank you thank have a Thank you so much experience. for being here. Yeah. i the time.
0: Thank you. <laughs> no. All right, everyone.
1: Tune in next week. We've got some Thomas Boleyn and then yes. Margaret the First of where? Denmark? Denmark. I'm sorry,
0: I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still in tutors, but we're going to venture yeah, out. Yeah, but we can venture fun. out. People married right. within other countries and other royal families and stuff like that. They've been everywhere, so it's totally cool. We can do it. Yeah, we can. All do right. It. Yes, we Thank can. Thank you,
1: everyone, and Thank we will you. talk to you all soon.
0: Yes, we will. Uh,